It's the Winning Ticket Podcast, where having fun is minus 1,000. With your hosts, Dean Contrino, Joe Hoffman, Zach Nasciolo, and Johnny Della Luna. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Winning Ticket Podcast. Let the symphonous sounds of the men in the room <laughs> fill your ears. It's Football. five of us today. Absolutely. All of us here for the first time. Gosh, it's probably about March. And live and in person. Uh, in don't person. worry, we're spread out six feet. We got our pool noodles just making sure. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I'm really excited to be back, guys. And of course, we're talking about our favorite sport, uh, the NFL. We, of course, have given you plenty to chew on this offseason. We did a lot better than we did last offseason, where I think me and Mikey gave a Game of Thrones preview, and then we were silent until football season. But if you guys are longtime fans of the show, you know the drill with the preseason episodes. We used to do divisional previews. Last year, John and Zach and I did like just a, an all-offseason preview, but today we're going to be talking about the NFC. So I'm really excited to, to get to it. Does anyone have... Uh, anything to say, Joe, Mikey? Why don't you say hi to the people? Hello, people. Hi. There it is. Football, look, football. Football is my favorite sport. Uh, you know, I never played football, but I watch it a lot, and that makes me a football super fan. I'm excited. I'm excited to watch all the players. I'm excited to watch everything, and I'm excited. To just watch some football. I'm pretty there, jacked up. I have is. no I have no words. Like, I couldn't have <laughs> said that better myself. And we're what, two weeks away at this point? <laughs> we right? are, yes. Great. Just about two or three weeks yeah, away. Three, it kind of snuck up because it nothing happened. There's, and nothing there's no happened preseason there. either. Yes. So it's just yeah. kind of like Last random. week was March. And let, now me just, yeah, let me just yeah. say, mm-hmm. I believe I went on a similar rant last, I believe it was the week <laughs> before the season started last year. But guys, just like the words football, it makes my Sunday. Kickoff. Like, guys, I have a massive boner. That's what I feel and, on my legs. And of course, I don't want to uh, rain on anyone's parade, but we're, we're going to kind of address the elephant in the room uh, first and uh, foremost. Yeah. Sure. And uh, so, this is your little spoiler warning. If you are using, if you're deluded and you're using this to escape from reality, maybe skip ahead about uh, a minute. <laughs> but of course, as we know, this is during the coronavirus pandemic. And we don't really know um, what the season's going to look like as far as uh, what happens if a team tests positive. We know baseball's doing a terrible job managing this. The worst um, sport. The we worst know sport. That, that football has the capability. I mean, they don't have the luxury of a bubble like the NHL, who has had zero positive tests in as, as well as the NBA. Yep. Um, so, of course, we're, we're going to put that disclaimer out there. Some home field advantages will be different with no crowd. Um, others... Won't be, maybe. Uh, I know that in our hometown, uh, the Jets and Giants already announced they're not playing in front of a crowd, mm-hmm. which is fine because they usually don't anyway. But <laughs> So, so um, that, of course, will factor into our handicap. So just because we don't uh, mention it every five minutes, don't yeah. think that we didn't contemplate that. So I think that's the and, one coronavirus yeah, disclaimer and, that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put out there. And in a way, too, Dean, um, like it's it's affecting every team. So mm-hmm. in a way, it, it's just it's just a... Like you, you can't distinguish mm-hmm. one team as being more affected by coronavirus. Right. At least at this juncture. Right. Yep. If if a team mm-hmm. has an outbreak, God forbid, then yes. that's. That, I mean, that's just what you have to let, deal let with. Let me week. put my my name and my my uh, just my word out there. So you putting guys, his you, honor you can, on the line. <laughs> you can clip this if I'm wrong, but I'm not going to be wrong. I'm ready for this. The NBA, NBA. Oh my God, I'm already fucking. <laughs> <laughs> NFL <laughs> is a cash cow. All right. Yeah. They have billions of dollars in revenue. They're already losing revenue with fans not being in the stands. Mm-hmm. There is zero percent chance unless someone legitimately dies yeah. of COVID, that this canceling. season's getting canceled. Mm-hmm. It's happening. Okay. It's been a full I go. It, 
they're, they're, I totally they're taking agree. the protocols. They're I mean, they're mm-hmm. too. They're, they're, they're too, too big, big to fail. fail. They're too big corporation. They're not just going to let it happen. Absolutely. MLB is run by five old white men, and they're cowards, and they <laughs> look for reasons to not yeah. get it done. Yeah. yeah. But real people with real money Absolutely. look at a solution and they try to figure it out. That's yeah. And, and that being said, too, um, of course, we um, we're not going to read you the list of opt outs, but it will probably factor into some handicaps. I know sure. the New England Patriots yeah, have gotten just, hit hard, but this is Patriots, the NFC episode. Period. That's what so, you know. About. Yeah. All the other ones are just role players and Devin. Funches. Uh, I broke my own rule. I said we're not going to mention it. But, but guys, let's um, go through. I'm just going to give the people a little bit of taste. We're going to be talking about some regular season win totals, some divisional um, props, and just anything um, off-season NFC related that's not a player prop. We're going to be doing a player prop episode coming up. So uh, guys, if you'll allow me, I'm going to give you a play that I really like that I know that Joe has a like on as well. Or maybe, Ooh. or he might. He might be going head-to-head because this is Ooh. one of my weaker handicaps. Uh, I'm going to start us out nice and weak and feeble. But I got <laughs> I got the Arizona Cardinals over 7.5. Now, now don't, don't worry, that's not a repeat of last year when I had them over 5.5. I am back on the Cardinals. I think another year in the air raid system with Kyler Murray now getting DeAndre Hopkins and getting a new established running game with Kenyon Drake who kind of came alive at the end. I think that the Cardinals are taking a giant leap in the right direction. I'm really excited to see it. And also, um, a little brag, I know that we also don't do this on the winning ticket, but I did place a Kyler Murray for MVP um, ticket way before they got DeAndre Hopkins, so that's a a nice little valuable nugget right now. So Joe, I I think I'm going to pass to you because I'm sure you have more than I do. Right, so let's examine the continuity that they have, um, both with coaching as well as their offensive play scheme. So we look at the Beginning of the season last year, they were going to be this air raid type team, right? They ran a total of zero air raid type plays mm-hmm. in the postseason. I'm sorry, their, their preseason. So their first time that they ran the air raid was in week one, play one. Yep. As soon as they started to run it, 10 personnel, 11 personnel, what that means is one running back, four wide receivers, or one running back, three wide receivers, and you get like a, a tight end or, mm-hmm. or whoever uh, in on the play scheme. As soon as they started to run the type of plays they wanted to, Everyone got injured. Yep. So they started to go down left and right. They started to lose linemen. They lost a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So what did first-year coach Cliff Kingsbury do? He actually adapted. Literally, 30 other teams in the NFL would yeah. not adapt. Oh, yeah. So I think that that is a huge upgrade in terms of coach. People didn't know if he could mm-hmm. do it. And I absolutely think that he can. Because midway through, they went from being the air raid to... We're paying David Johnson and Chase Edmonds money. Yeah. Let's. I don't Feed like him. them. I don't mm-hmm. care that... They have all the money on our whatever contract or whatever. Right. I like Drake instead. Let's get him. He, he went against Big. the grain in a hundred different ways. And I mm-hmm. think that I've upgraded him to, I would say, top eight coaches in the league. Okay. And then when you factor in uh, Kyler Murray, again, again, yeah. second, year two in all of this right. can only get better. Because Kingsbury's going to improve. Murray's going to improve. And now we, we see DeAndre Hopkins as well joining the team. Oh, yeah. They're going to be able to finally run their three wide receiver and four wide receiver sets mm-hmm. with Hopkins, Fitz, Christian Kirk is going to be finally yeah. healthy. Their offense might end up running 70-plus plays a game. Oh, yeah, and I know that last year they did stock up on uh, wide receivers. I know Andy Isabella was a pretty highly rated rookie until he got um, – I think he was out for the year, which yeah. was uh, a really bad loss for them. But, yeah, no, I completely agree. I think that um, I, I really like Kingsbury in a second year. And, of course, I'm just excited to see what Kyler Murray does. And, of course, seven and a half is a pretty low total. I mean, I, I – I think we're going to talk about the entire division, but I really do think the 49ers naturally will take a little step back. The Rams don't necessarily scare me, and the, the Seahawks we have more That's on later. That's what I was just about to ask you. Do you have mm-hmm. any concern, being that I would, looking on paper right now, it's mm-hmm. in NFC West, 
probably the strongest division in the entire NFC. I'm going to go um, with... And they play the AFC East and the NFC East. Yes. So, actually, if you'll allow me, because I do have another play on this, and um, I, which I designed to be my first one, and then, of course, I'll let the other beautiful gentlemen uh, speak, but I actually have the AFC East as, as a weak division, and I have the NFC East as one of the weakest divisions. So, actually, I really do love their out-of-divisional out schedule. Um, if the Cardinals go 2-4 and four in the division, I actually see that as a net positive because, you know, the Cardinals will get to play the Jets, Giants, Washington team, Dolphins... Pats with a lot of opt-outs. I mean, I really think that they could make some hay and, there. And no Brady. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. no doubt. I, I would say that that's normally a concern for me, but um, I have no idea what certain teams in that division are going to look like. And again, we'll get to that in mm -hmm. a bit. But looking at their schedule, the first seven games because they have a bye week eight. First first week they're on the road against the Niners. It couldn't get any harder. Obviously, mm -hmm. one of the best defenses and stuff like that. But week one is where we see the most upsets. Yeah. I'm obviously not calling yeah. for an upset on the road, but they're going to be. I don't know. Do we see Super Bowl, Do we see Super Bowl hangover? Of know? course, definitely. I think that's just the law. Why of get up with no fans? <clears throat> pullback is yep. just that's oh, going to yeah. happen, right? But then their next four games: Redskins at home, Lions at home, and then we have Panthers, Jets on the road. Very easily could go four and one there. Oh, I'm not concerned with that at all. Absolutely. That, that these five games could almost be a get right game mm -hmm. for Murray, who's trying new things out with new receivers. New, they can finally do what they're supposed to be doing. Yep, you and know? kind of similar to last year with the Browns with their scheduling. Um, where they had a hard schedule to start out, and I said on this very show, I think the Browns are going to start out two and six, and they exactly did. I, I really do like the early part of the schedule. Let's say the Cardinals start out four and one. Now everyone's talking Kyler Murray's for real, maybe MVP, um, and then the Cardinals just they kind of believe their own philosophy. But of course, that might be reading a little bit too much into the tea leaves, John. Let, let's hear it. What's your your strong regular yeah. season win total for the NFC? Sure, and I, I just want to add one. I want to play devil's advocate real quick mm. for the Cardinals. Um, the defense guys, not not one yeah. mentioned. They were twenty eighth in points scored against them. It's really bad. Yeah, I was gonna um, mention that. I I think the offense could be explosive, but as we've seen a lot, defense usually wins wins you a ton of games. Um, no matter how good your offense could be, um, they drafted uh, Isaiah Simmons, so yep. clearly they understand that that their defense was a priority, um, and he's like. Who, there was another guy recently who's like supposed to be like that, that gadget kind of player. Like Isaiah Simmons is someone who doesn't actually fit as mm. linebacker. They're just like they just get there's, labeled I think to there's him. Literally no or position. Something. I think I think yeah. he's kind of he's kind of similar to like a um, like a floating type of yeah. like linebacker. Could also play the edge a little. He played bit. slot corner a lot. Yeah, slot yeah. Corner safety. And hey, that's great. They have Vance Joseph as their D coordinator, so he's mm -hmm. you know he's he's pretty good. Um, but I'm I just say table I. I will root for the Cardinals to you know to win high, and I like you know winning eight games. I don't think is asking a whole lot, especially since this is my strong play team. Oh, let's hear it, man! The Niners Super Bowl hangover is coming. Jimmy G, overrated. <laughs> Jimmy G, so it. overrated. Love They're is, coming back. He Their is. line I'm looking on CBS right now ten and a half. That's going under, and probably Love the it. I will say the best division in the NFL. Not one of the best. The best division. These are four playoff teams. I really do think so. Mm. The Rams are obviously, they're reeling from last year. They had a rough year. Don't love Jared Goff, but I trust in Sean McVay in, in writing the ship. 
Um, and obviously the Seahawks have been, you know, have been a force for years at this point. And not for nothing, Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll, they're not getting any younger. Um, their window is going to start to close if people don't already believe it is closing. Mm-hmm. So what do I see? Why do I see the, the Niners being weak? I see a Kyle Shanahan hangover. I see a defense. Defenses year to year usually don't, they're not as consistent as we'd like to believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I expect a big defensive drop off and the offense was dropping off. Uh, during the playoffs, too. You notice they took the ball out of Jimmy G's hands a lot. And now with, with the shuffling, Raheem Mostert wants a new contract. Uh, Matt Breda left. I just think there's a lot of shuffle. There's a lot of uncertainty here. And it's, I mean, it, it, I almost feel bad saying it's a strong play because it seems obvious. I mean, <laughs> ten and a half wins is high. And it's, and it's a team that, if, what, a season ago was a five-win team? So so yeah. who's, who's the real Niners here? I would say somewhere close to the middle. Yeah. Seven, eight-win team. That, that's, that's a really great point, too. You could almost say that they they really overperformed last yeah. year. It was a easier schedule than what they have this year. And definitely, mm-hmm. there's something to come with having the target on your back. You made the Super Bowl. These random teams are going to really get up to play right. you kind of thing. Right. So I actually do condone that. I do have another play in the NFC West. But first, uh, let's hear from Mikey. He's been the forgotten man so far. Uh, the, <laughs> the one strong NFC play that I know it's going to cause maybe a 40-minute discussion in this Ooh. room. Okay, let's hear uh, it. So I, I mean, if, if, as long as everybody's prepared for that. Mm-hmm. I know Dean is with me, and there's two other gentlemen in the room who will not be with me. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I'm with you, because I know what you're going to say. So. We're going, uh, the New York Giants under six wins. <gasps> okay. Um, that's such a joke that it's at six for me. Uh, I think Daniel Jones is not good at all. Oh. He doesn't. He yeah. turns the ball over a ton. <laughs> He's a rookie. He, but come on, I'll let you he turned first. the ball over more than maybe any other quarterback <laughs> last year. He fumbled. Talk a ton. about the fumble stuff. Dude. Yeah. He get get Zach out of here. He fumbled a ton because he steps up into pressure when he shouldn't, and mm-hmm. he doesn't step on up into pressure when he should. Uh, he makes some bad decisions. Um, they they're. The whole receiving core is full of injury-prone guys. I know mm-hmm. you, you math nerds out there don't believe in injury-prone, but uh, yeah. Evan Ingram will get hurt this year. Sterling yeah. Shepard will get hurt this year. Yeah, Evan Ingram's someone that I would literally cut if I was a <laughs> man. He, he can't stay healthy. What good is he? And he can't block. So yeah. what good is he as a tight end? He's like a fat slot receiver. Yep. Speaking of blocking, their entire they lost Nate Solder, who you might think stinks, but he's still a veteran. Yeah, he's a uh, turnstile. Yeah. Yeah. But, but he was still a veteran. I don't know. Although he's not good, he's still better than the back. So now they start a guy who couldn't start over, who couldn't beat out Nate Solder for the job. Then you go to their defense. If it's not their new draft pick. The Giants yeah, boys Giants, are looking silly. Then Giants boys. You go to their defense. Have a whole lot to say, you go to their defense, which is complete Swiss cheese. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they had a criminal on defense who just got arrested. Yeah, DeAndre, DeAndre Baker. Baker. I don't think he's playing this year, is he? I mean, he he's got arrested. He shouldn't again. be, right? Yeah. He yeah. should be going to jail for he's like 15 years. <laughs> Still on the team for what it's worth. Yes. Are you ready for what's going to happen, though? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to be losing 35-7 in a lot of games. Daniel Jones is going to put up 230 pass yards in the second half, mm-hmm. and Zach's going to shoot me a text and say, see, Daniel Jones is amazing. He had 360 yards. And I'm going to be like, dude, no. Well, b- before, before we pile and we'll, we'll yeah, have the Giants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not to mention a new head coach, not just a new head coach mm-hmm. to the Giants, mm-hmm. but a first-year head coach. He's never done this before. Sure. Yeah. In a shortened offseason where mm-hmm. you, know, you can't prepare as well as you could yeah. last year. Um, so that's the biggest thing right there. Man. Well, yeah. you guys are going to hear it on on the week one episode too. But like my week one, um, you know, strategy is to fade the new. And I think new offense coordinator, new coach, and just new D coordinator, you know, and new everything. I, I, I everything. believe and, last year, I believe mm-hmm. the new coaches in week one. I think I want to say it was like well, well like one eight, win. I think it was one, one yeah, win. Or something yeah, like that. absolutely. So that's always a, a profitable strategy. Yeah. But I, to, just to pile on and to like uh, to add on to some of. 
Mikey's points. Uh, Daniel Jones was pressured on 29% of snaps, which is the highest in the NFL. Um, now without Nate Solder, which oh, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that Nate Solder is anything that he used to be, but he's still better than whoever he was starting over. Yeah. Um, I think it really comes down to where do they get the wins because they do play um, mm-hmm. so pretty hard. They play the AFC North. And they play the NFC West, which John just called the best division in football. Mm-hmm. I think that it, it doesn't, taking emotion out of it, I think it just turns into a mathematical play. The only way I can yeah. see them pushing is if they go 6-0 and against the division, which I don't think will <laughs> ever happen. No. Um, here's a crazy one, and, and then I'll let the, the Giants people really defend <laughs> themselves. I have an alternate line on win total on FanDuel, the Giants under 4.5 at plus 270. Bring on the hate. I love that. <laughs> All right, so I'll, I'll start with this one. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, the win total, I won't touch. Mm. I think six is a pretty good number. I could see them literally winning between five and yeah. seven games. Mm. I would take so, the under, for what it's worth. For what I it's worth, the, the value yeah. is the under. Yeah. yeah. Now to them being a flaming pile of garbage, I will say <laughs> that their defense, I have literally nothing for. Yeah. Uh, their quarterback situation is terrible. They still don't have a linebacker who can get pressure. Mm-hmm. I fully expect their defense to average giving up 28 to 30 points a game. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't even think that's the bait. If they yeah. accomplish anything better than that, it is nothing short of a miracle. Mm-hmm. Their offense. I think you guys aren't giving Daniel Jones enough credit. It was his rookie season. I believe he only started 12 games. Yeah. Lamar Jackson came into the league. What was that? Mm-hmm. His first year. Was that week ten or week yeah, nine? He didn't play and then how many fumbles and turnovers did he have? And yeah. then he came back. And That's it's a little bit different of a player, Lamar Jackson and Daniel Jones. <laughs> fair point. And Daniel Jones does look. He looks good in camp. Not right to mention, yeah. Daniel Jones put on a solid 15, 20 pounds. He doesn't jack. He doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully he's, his muscle. He's, he's fat. Now. <laughs> hopefully he grew his hands so he could hold on. Listen, you can't judge yeah. a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I personally think that their offense is going to be electric. Obviously, barring injuries. They yeah. drafted their their tackle, right, fourth mm-hmm. overall. The offensive line is going to be better. You have arguably the best running back in the NFL yeah. running behind the line. If they're able to establish the run, they have the weapons. You have Sterling Shepard. You have Darius Slayton, who came up huge at the end of last year. He proved to be mm-hmm. it's going to be a valuable asset to Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. Ingram, when he is healthy, he's a great tight end. He does not block, though, which is going to be a problem <laughs> yeah. for Barkley. All two games he plays, he's good. As a Giants fan, I'm yeah. telling you right now, yeah. I expect them to put up tons of points mm-hmm. and lose big. You, we get, I'm yeah. going to be mm-hmm. banging the overs in Giants games because I think yeah. that their offense yeah. is mm-hmm. very Strategy. underrated, especially early in the season. Just looking at like the first half of their schedule, first game they got the Steelers. That's Lost. a tough That's defense. A <laughs> Bears, who knows what Mitch Trubisky's going to throw up, even with our that, terrible defense. That that I, don't I don't think he's going to start. Anyone, is yeah. that too early to take that? Yeah. No, you the could. last line I saw they was have, Steelers giving three yeah. to the Giants? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, Then you have Niners, who apparently are going to regress. Rams, Cowboys, mm-hmm. and then the Washington football season. I, I'm sorry, I see that being one in six. Right. Yeah, look, yeah. I, I will say, I, I yeah. will say well, mm-hmm. one thing about I'm their sure their stars on offense. Uh, I'm not really pessimistic about the receiving core. Right. So good for you for sticking to your guns. Yeah. However, right. Saquon Barkley might as well not exist. And what I mean by that is. Last year, I'm looking at a lot of stats here. Oh, not to mention Last Golden year, Tate. So, yeah, they actually do have a very good offense. I've never heard Golden Tate is very good in the same sentence. I hate Golden Tate. He's a baby <laughs> and he's a loser. That's what a fail Mary <laughs> good game. point. I'll Look, never forgive that guy. Yeah. I actually have a really funny story off the air about you and mom. Shout out to Donna Hoffman. There it is. Um, but uh, lastly, about Saquon Barkley, um, the stats show that defenses don't care. They, they, they don't put. 
eight people in the box. Let them oh, run yeah. 120 yards, 150 yards. Right. Because if their defense is going to be so bad, okay, you just took eight minutes to score. We're going to take two minutes to score. Take the ball back. Yeah. It's hard yeah, to score yeah. when you run a lot. Yeah. The Niners yeah. were kind of an anomaly last year. We don't see that a lot. We see no. this is a passing league. We see quarterbacks right. do everything. I tell you, it won't happen again with them. Yeah, no, I think I, I think it comes to I, and of course this was a, the great first great back and forth of the season. Uh, Zach, you definitely made a lot of good points. Uh, I did have in my notes that Listen, Saquon Barkley is. I'm not going to defend the win total. I'm just going to say I think yeah. that you're dogging my boy Daniel Jones. <laughs> He's going to be better than he was his rookie year. I'm mm-hmm. I'm personally putting the Zach Nasiolo stamp of guarantee on that. All right. yeah. Their defense is fucking terrible. Though. I can't wait for the player props episode because <laughs> I, I have a feeling that I, you might convert me to a little bit more of a Daniel yeah, Jones I, I agree with I agree with you, Zach, but on we'll Daniel see. Jones. I think it hinges on the offensive line play. It hinges on if Joe Judge can really kind of play. It's the not Giants, Joe Judge, it's Jason Garrett. Well, yeah, it's Jason, well, right. Jason Garrett. Gonna be doing but, but the Giants coaches for the past, what, decade, really, haven't really coached up any of their players. They've mm-hmm. never had players really play above what they should. Yeah. Saquon Barkley was the num- what the number two overall pick. Right. Yeah, he should be a fucking. And he's famer, he's doing good in know? spite of the, right. the organization. Right. Yeah. And I and I think I think Daniel Jones is much better than people gave him credit for when he was drafted too. And mm-hmm. and yeah, we're seeing a lot of stuff. I'm of course watching a lot of camp. Uh, he he really is. I don't know if you watch videos, Zach. He really is literally a lie. It's actually it even sounds similar. Yeah. So but he's significantly. Say that like it's a good thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, two-time Super Bowl winner, Hall of Famer. Two you know, oh, I'll say that. Uh, so uh, mm-hmm. I don't like the Giants over six, Mikey. I'm totally with you. I think this yeah. is a total build year for the Giants. I'd be happy if yeah. they if they just showed that they could play. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would take the under, and I think that the NFC East is a, is also a better division than people are giving credit for. Mm-hmm. Washington is no cakewalk, cakewalk anymore. Yeah. The Eagles are pesky as hell, even when they're injured. And the cow, mm-hmm. the Cowboys they spend a lot of time being injured, so they got good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You mean the Dallas criminals? And, and, the, and the Cowboys. I, this yeah. is like the the square part of me. I'm I'm buying into the hype. I think they're going to be pretty good. Yeah, I think they. Uh, I'm a big CD Lamb guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sooners guy. So um, yeah. you know, I, I'm still avoiding my best uh, regular season win total play right now. But um, John, you had mentioned another team, and let's stay in the division. I have the Washington football team over five wins. Ron Rivera just announced yesterday that he has lymph node cancer. Very curable, very beatable. Definitely a good thing to galvanize around. Ron Rivera is a great coach. Not a good coach. He is a great coach. He'll get the most out of this team. They have a pretty formidable uh, front seven right now. They could really stop the run. And Dude, uh, honestly, so like. Maybe top five in the league yeah, on paper, definitely. Right? Mm-hmm. And here's here's an interesting That's going one. That's unsung I, right now. I I think they're going to be they're going to be thi- you know what they're going to be. I'm sorry to interrupt. Mm-hmm. They're going to be last year's 49ers on defense. I think that. Mm-hmm. I think that. It's possible. And I love me some Landon Collins too. So. It, it is that. Yeah, I Landon Collins. I think their good. secondary could really. And Ron they, Rivera is a defensive yeah. guy. And uh, the one thing though, I, I you know I can't say a team over and just ignore what their quarterback situation. Dwayne Haskins. Jury's still out. I personally think he's bad. I've called him Bum Haskins a bunch. <laughs> but I must say, I do love their receiving core. Um, Terry McLaurin, everyone knows he's a fantasy darling. I also love Steven Sims, who statistically and on pro football focus got a better grade than Terry McLaurin last year. I'm a big Steven Sims guy. We'll talk about that during the props thing. If I could find some janky off-the-strip <laughs> sportsbook to take my Steven Sims overs. But, yeah, I got the Washington football team over 5 at minus 120, it's all a Ron Rivera player at, at that point. Same schedule as the Giants. I already said it. Um, this is one. It's definitely going to be a smaller play where I'm, I'm doing full units on the other ones. This might be a little half-unit, fun little root kind of thing. I actually am not only with you. That is literally my best play. In the NFC, I have Washington nice. over five. Uh, 
as you said, the, my only concern is the quarterback play. You have no idea what the hell you're getting out of Haskins. Mm-hmm. They have the talent offensively to be able to at least win six games, right? That's all we need. Yeah. Uh, NFC East, I think, is, you know, every year it's a fucking fluke. You never know what the right. hell is going to happen with the division. Um, but more importantly, the defense, dude, just like John said, mm-hmm. you said, like, I really don't have anything else to add. I think their defense is going to be sneaky good. They're going yeah. to give opposing quarterbacks nightmares. Chase Young, arguably one of the best DNs to come out of Ohio State since the Bosa's, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and don't prove it otherwise. Why yeah, would I not absolutely. believe that Chase Young and the other Bosa brother? The complete you know? culture change mm-hmm. of the yeah. Redskins. Oh, excuse me. Football <laughs> we almost got through it. Yeah, <laughs> talking about culture change. Love I'm Robert sure someone said Redskins earlier. Uh, no, I've been good. I, I, added to the I believe also on the pe- podcast last year, I was pissed because yeah. they hired Ron Rivera. I was like, fuck, I yeah, want Ron Rivera. Because he's good. Yes. I think he's a great yeah. coach. Uh, they just hired a new president. Yes. Yeah. And, so, and the minority owners are asking Dan Snyder to sell the company. So yeah. I gotta say, if you're a Washington fan, your team's on the up and up. I really, I really do. Maybe that. Alex yeah. Smith emotional story. Oh, no, get out of here! He, he can't. <laughs> he, they almost we cut his leg off. Alex. I, I yeah. don't think he's gonna play ever again. But it's it's nice. I must say though, John, yeah. there is something to that where him being around the team and like in the locker room and stuff might actually yeah. get the guys that have still been there to maybe like uh, you like know a, like a, win, off win, a little bit. win win for the Gipper kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this is a pass for me. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, just because mm-hmm. when you have quarterback and you, in order for me to take an over, in order for me to be bullish on a team, I got to love the coach. I got to love the quarterback. Mm-hmm. I love Kingsbury. I love Murray for a bunch of different reasons. Yeah. And together, I like Ron Rivera, but I really don't like Haskins. Right. I, I have the it's old fair. adage where quarterbacks don't get any better. They are exactly what we've seen. And uh, just going to be just going to be passing. But I, I, if you if you had a gun to my head, I would say bullish just because of the uh, mm-hmm. All the things that you guys mentioned. Haskins is weird because because typically in the NFL there's the sophomore slump trope. But when but when you were so bad in year one, you imagine and you slumps. can't get worse. But also, so it's almost like, do you think he can get any better? But like, Gruden was a terrible coach, and then he didn't even have like the coaching situation yeah. was so bad, and that but, doesn't. But they them. but they competed with Cousins, and and Cousins is Cousins is a. Decent quarterback. He's not. Ch- he's much better than Haskins. He is. Oh, totally, yeah. totally, totally. But, but with what to work with, I don't think Gruden was like licking his chops. Well, I got Kirk Cousins under center today. No, yeah. I want to see know? Haskins get like a fair shot because like there was sure. a one game where he started and then they benched him and yep. like he came back in or something yeah. weird. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Because, uh, yeah. Jay Gruden was like fighting. Yeah, like for that, his was, job. Yeah. that was yeah, that was just Jay Gruden being Jay Gruden. So I'd like to see him get like a full. I mean, it's a shame that he won't have a full real camp. Right. Right. I want to see him get like a fair shot because there was a few games last year where he didn't look horrible. Right. So if he could just right. be like a like he just put middle it together. back with the defense mm-hmm. that's good. We saw what the Niners did last year yeah. where the yeah. quarterback is and, not and great. He's not, he's not a guy from like podunk Midwest, too. You know, like he's from <laughs> Ohio State. State. So, yeah. you, know, he's, he, you know he's well versed do, in the Do program. we know what their running back situation yes. looks like I was right actually now just gonna, and their tight end situation? Yes, I was actually just going to mention that. that They, they did um, sign a lot of people. They signed Peyton Barber. Who, all right, jury's out, he kind of stinks. They got J.D. McKissick, who's actually very, um, you know, last year, there was a couple couple weeks that I was mentioning about how he had a higher spark test than pretty much anyone ever. He's a very athletic, good pass catcher, good pass protector. Bryce Love, they drafted a couple years ago, and of course, Adrian Peterson, old, reliable, age 35. He's actually the oldest running back to, I believe, have over 1,200 yards. Bryce Love? Yeah, Bryce Love. And, um... Dude Love. (laughs) Yeah, like, don't definitely. have Darius Geis anymore. Yeah, and some some really good I offensive hope. linemen too, as well <laughs> yeah, as uh, yeah. Brandon Scherf and uh, Sadiq Charles. Uh, so some nice uh, Morgan Moses still, some good continuity, and of course we got that pass rush going on. And 
Um, additions in the secondary of Kendall Fuller and Ronald Darby. Oh. I think this team's going to be decent. Yeah, it's not a bad uh, defense. I, and if we're fading all things new, yeah. and their mm-hmm. front seven is one of the positives, yeah, you don't have to learn too much as a front seven guy. No, absolutely. They can put Wrong in new, Beat new every. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Khalil Mack. You don't really need camp. We saw we right. saw what he did years ago. Yeah. When he switched to the Bears. There's and, nothing new you gotta learn. And it helps too, like. Uh, Obviously, new coach, but not new coach. I mean, Rivera has been right. to a Super Bowl, so he's you know, yeah, yeah. That, that, yep. that doesn't bother me in the slightest. Yeah, right. So, um, guys, cool. uh, if you if you allow me to dominate again, we, we talked about this one already. <laughs> but I'm going to in the bedroom, man. Yeah, no, I you know it's, I have a deep. I'm a burly guy. I I usually have a beard, but I'm kind of relatively clean shaven. Uh, gotten in shape, so I'm very attractive. If anyone's li- <laughs> if anyone's wondering, but anyway, um, I am. My my sexual prowess should not be understated. But anyway, um, I have I have that was a dean minute. Absolutely, welcome to the commercial. And of course, um, you know, shout out to the dean heads. I know you guys keep me grounded. And um, also, fun little nugget on the NHL episode. If you guys want to listen back, I have the main dean head, my girlfriend, saying, "Here comes the money," and that's going to be my own intro whenever I enter a podcast. Nice. So anyway, um, I have the Seattle Seahawks over nine and a half at minus one ten. It's cut and dry. They're a playoff team. They've only had one season in the past six that went under nine and a half. Additions of Philip Dorsett, Greg Olson, Quinton Dunbar, as well as Bruce Irvin coming back. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. And the best safety in the game of football in Jamal Adams. Uh, they play the AFC and NFC East, who I already said are both pretty poor in my opinion. I can see them going uh, three and three or four and two in the division. Uh, San Francisco's taking a step back. I already mentioned it. I am a little bit higher on the Rams, which I'll get to in a little bit. Um, Seattle, although they won't have the 12th man this year, um, because of you know what we said at the top of the episode, I really do think that the Seahawks are a very good team. I think they're going to be contending for the playoffs and maybe even the Super Bowl. I think it's hilarious how when they traded two first for Jamal Adams, Seahawks fans were literally like, "This is great because we normally either trade our first round picks yeah. or yeah. don't draft anybody yeah. of value." So <laughs> fuck it, this is great. It's, it is it is scary how. Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick draft pretty much identically. They yeah. don't. It's like they have no value on a first round pick. They just they just which is to take which is crazy because yeah. for all other teams, if you don't ha- get starters out of like your first right. four picks, you're fired. Right. So. But but that's the great yeah. thing about those teams. They do. Right. That's that's what it is. Even didn't like the Seahawks draft like what's it, what was this uh, Frank Clark mm-hmm. who was like a headache for them. But like he still produced, like, oh, like even even a guy that they couldn't handle because of character issues wasn't just a guy that they whiffed on. He was yeah. a great player. I think he right. I think he won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs, right? Yeah, so yes. there, I mean, there you go. I, so yes. I, in a word, Dean, yes, yeah, hundred times. I yes. don't have to say anything else. I yeah. agree. I I would put their their over under at ten and a half. Yeah, myself, especially if the Niners do regress as we absolutely expect mm-hmm. to happen. And last year they played the Niners super tough both games anyway. Oh, they did, yeah. yeah, they yeah. were down to the last play. Last game, yeah, they would have won the. Yeah. Uh, they could have won the team. Won me seat. some money, baby. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, what what other what other win total plays do we have? Does anyone else have any other? Or we're we on to the divisional. All right, nice. Let's I hear. have one, and it's a fade. Mm. I have the Green Bay Packers. All right. Under nine wins. Buttering me at up. Minus one forty. You, <laughs> well, you can't see is Dean. Uh, there's <laughs> a excitement in Dean's pants right there I when am. I said that. We're talking. We're talking a lot about what's happening so, south of the let's, Belmont. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about the perplexing offseason yeah. of the Green mm-hmm. Bay Packers. I mean, That's arguably one of the most just uh, just mind-blowingly dumb drafts I think they've ever had. I think if you're a devout Packers fan, you probably want to slam your head against the wall yep. uh, as oh, soon yeah. as they 
So they took a quarterback in round one. Yes. Uh, they drafted a another running back, and I believe a Dylan. Yeah, AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon. When you jacked. had a touchdown leader, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Last year, Fantasy Aaron darling. Jones and and Williams was also a pretty solid back. So they had a pretty good one-two punch. Mm-hmm. Went ahead, mm-hmm. drafted a running back. Uh, what was his biggest problem last year? Receivers. What did they do to address the receiver situation? They got a weird tight end, I think. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. They took no receivers in the draft. The they best thing that happened to the Green Bay Packers offense this year was they got rid of Jimmy Graham. <laughs> yeah. 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 Addition by Which how that man yeah. got a yeah. two-year contract with the Bears <laughs> is beyond me. Because I am not a yeah, professional football coach or really have anything to do with professional football. I just gamble. But uh, if I watch the same games as they did, I don't know what the fuck they saw yeah. in Jimmy Graham, who can't even move an inch. Jimmy like, Graham gotta, is a carcass, and he has been ever since he left the Saints. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I, I got to piggyback. I'm, also, I'm just going to say really quick, just if you look at last year, the Green Bay Packers had what? They had 13, 13 wins, and, and they three, played yeah. just the shit of the shit teams. Easiest schedule. The Lions were terrible, and the Lions still put up a fight with them. It was just like every week yeah. they played these cupcake games, and it showed when they got to the NFC Championship and got fucking blew up by the 49ers. You yep. can make money off the Packers this year not knowing a single player on their team. Yep. Get ready for huh. some of the things I'm about to say to you. If you just know math and you know that Let's things average out, right? Some this, of these is, are this is definitely the sharpest that it could possibly be. I know that Joe's been reading up all the time and yeah. uh yeah, here it goes. You definitely Six hours wanna, before this, I was you, reading about this. You, 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 want, you want to definitely bookmark this time. I'm going to put the, the time stamp in the show. Well, let, let's hear it. All right, so they were 6-10, uh, 2018. Not a good team. Didn't change anything. And yeah. now they're 13-3. Red flag number one. In the last 30 years, ready for this? 30 years, there have mm-hmm. been 52 teams to improve by six or more wins to the next year. Wow. The Niners are also another there one of those teams, as yeah. we talked about wow, earlier. two in the same year? That's yeah, crazy. so <laughs> check, out, check out some of the deeper stats with this. Zero of those teams have won the same number of games or more the following year. Every wow. single one of those teams has regressed. Yeah. So you could chop it, go to, go to 12 at least. Yeah. Right? Second, all have lost at least two or more games the following year. Okay, let's take another one off. Yeah. <laughs> it should be 11 at their very best. Yeah, right? we're at 11 if they do everything perfect. Yep. Right, yeah. 13 of those lost four games or more the following year. Okay. On average, these whole 18 teams out of the 52 have lost six more games the following year. So they're back to seven and nine. So they're, I mean, what more can I say? As if I yeah. couldn't, it couldn't get any worse. I got one more here. They played in 10 games decided by one score in 2018. Big fader. Exact same thing in 2019. They won three out of 10 in 2018. They won nine of 10 in yep. 2019. There you go. And math says that's completely a coin flip. Mm-hmm. You know, there's yeah. obviously yep. external factors like a player. Mm-hmm. A certain player can be more clutch, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. But to jump six wins in just those one-score games, mm-hmm. I mean, we're looking at eight and eight at the very best for this right. team. Oh, wait, and it gets better. Let's take a look at uh, their 2020 schedule. Oh, here. yeah. <laughs> just real quick, I'll read them off. Uh, Packers, Vikings, always tough. Lions, mm-hmm. Packers, eh, if Stafford's healthy, you never know. Saints, Falcons, Tom Brady, Bucks, yep. Texans, Vikings again, Niners, Jaguars, Colts, Bears, Eagles, Lions, Panthers, Titans, Packers. Yeah, I can't I mean, see more that, Wait, so that mid-stretch right there is, is to grab the Packers brutal. when they win four games in a row yeah. and people think they're on a high because yeah. they're playing bad. And then they're going to be like minus that's, six yeah. and Exactly. A half. Yep. That's when yep. you take yep. We're going to be Bucks, making a ton of money. Yeah. Texans, yep. Vikings, Niners. That stretch is that's, just that's great, awful. great macro uh, concept yeah. right there. That's a team to circle. You're going to want to follow the Packers and you're going to want to fade them. Uh, don't worry. Listen to our show. Uh, we will be telling you when to do yeah. that in the Big Bank, which I'm excited for this year. And also, um, you can follow us on Twitter at WinningTXPod. We'll send you some 
crumbs to you poor people yeah. that aren't following them <laughs> on Slack. We'll give you some can, freebies. Don't can worry. I, don't can worry. I bring up a, an, another NFC North team if we're done with the Packers here? Sure. Absolutely. Uh, another team, and I, I'm baffled. This is another team I'm fading big time. Maybe not as passionately as the Niners. The Chicago Bears are listed at eight and a half wins. Okay. I'm not seeing it. I don't see it. Um, I would definitely take the under on that one. They have an unanswered quarterback situation mm-hmm. with two bad quarterbacks. When was the last time you saw that? <laughs> it's not like it. it's not like two average, pretty decent. No, Mitchell Trubisky's on the downswing. Nick Foles is nothing uh, without no, a Philadelphia. The reports out of camp where Mitch Trubisky looks like a <laughs> oh, new yeah. quarterback. Oh, trope alert! Trope alert! You know, like of, of course. But yeah, I'm sure they're saying that. I I don't buy into the quarterback battle. Mm-hmm. Something tells me, and this is not really mathematical. Something tells me that Khalil Mack can't be happy on this team either, and maybe mm. that... And, and I feel like the defense... He's been a loser is, his whole life. He right, wants to go to a winner right. at some point. And, and I feel like there's going to be a ripple effect when they realize their management can't figure out their own quarterback situation, mm. and then this defense plays hard for a good 45 minutes, and then their quarterbacks blow up from them. Yeah, they get that's that's going to affect them. Their kicking game, they're still like the ghosts of that playoff game. I think Who's yeah. their kicker? Hanging over they get one? Going? Or I, I honestly, I could still, not tell you. Yeah. Ah, God. And I think I think Matt Nagy is like maybe like three or four bad coaching decisions in the season from just being ousted at the And you know what's year. crazy, too? If you need a coach like going into next year, I would wait for Nagy to get fired. I would scoop him yeah. up right away. It's not his fault that Trubisky sucks. He didn't even draft him. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> my my yeah. issue with him is that last year they didn't use Tariq Cohen. Nope. They didn't no. use any motion, which the, his first year they used the most motion in the NFL. Last year they didn't go like east-west. They just right. that's dumb. Yeah, right. it's obviously. I have no idea. You have why. one of the one of the quickest guys in the league. Just give him the ball, get him in motion, right. know, decoys and stuff like that. Crazy. They're just it's it's a team that it, it's like there's like Jaguars level bad. Like this is a bad team. Yeah. The Bears on paper are not horrible, but it's like they just can't play ball. But that, thing, I just don't get that. But the that. thing that's scary about them is their defense is still good. Mm-hmm. They still have yeah. a good they, right. They're still good. They still have a good front they're seven. Not, they're I not think, amazing. I, although I, I would say their schedule, I don't think allows them to win more than. Have you looked at their schedule? Games. Yes. Their schedule. They, they play the same schedule as the Packers and the Vikings, pretty much. They, to me, it doesn't look that. I mean, it starts off I, very good, but there is a there is a hard middle stretch. Yeah, I mean, just think of the quarterbacks that they have to face: Tannehill, Rivers, Watson, Brady, Breeze, Ron, Matt Ryan, Bridgewater, Will, um, Rogers, Stafford, Cousins. I mean, the last three There's aren't a good, better. but, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you, know, you know what I meant, yeah. uh, of the first couple that I mentioned. Bold of you to assume that uh, P.J. Walker, former roughneck, great. No, I, love it. I hope so. Going to be I out hope Bridge so. For the job. <laughs> <laughs> and with Joe this Brady, is, I mean, you never know. You know what? I'm going to go math on this because I was so inspired by your Packers speech. Nice. <laughs> I'm looking up stats right now. Points four for the Chicago Bears, 29th out of 32. We know their offense wow, is okay. terrible. On defense, they were great. They were top five. They were the fourth best defense in points against. And I'm using pro football reference, by the way. Um, so what does that mean? Two extremes, they got to come to the middle. So maybe mm-hmm. the offense, you know, I don't think the offense will get better, quote-unquote. Will they finish 29th? No, but at, at this line of eight and a half, you're asking them to be probably the 16th best offense in the league, which I, I just don't see at also, all. Yeah. No chance they're finishing top five in defense. Would be surprised if they finished top back ten. To, back way, to way tight to work end out, though. Talk that, that was really good. I nice. believe they have some ungodly amount of tight ends on the roster. Yeah, they have uh, a <laughs> like, oh, like, like yeah. After the draft, I believe they had 11 tight ends. Oh, my God. It, see what I mean? They, don't know, they, they, they the just ball. don't know how to yeah. play. They don't know how to run Smash, a goddamn team. And I believe they drafted, they drafted <laughs> one in the first round <laughs> and signed Jimmy Graham. 
Yo, it must the Bears are on something crazy. And they start tight ends in <laughs> every five tight ends. single personnel grouping. The quarterback is a tight end. <laughs> the All right, guys. Let's, uh, let, let's, uh, let's last this really quick. So so we, we give you guys a lot of uh, regular season win totals here. But let's talk about who's going to win the actual NFC. Now, you know the winning ticket stance is that long-term futures really are not advisable. I don't think it's a good way to tie up money. But, guys, if you had to tie up money in an NFC favorite – we got the 49ers to win the to go back to the Super Bowl at plus 450. We have plus 600 for New Orleans. Dallas plus 750. Tampa Bay plus 750. Um, what do you guys think, if anything, or just give me your value plays? Um, I kind of already gave you one. I got I got Seattle at plus 1,000 to go to the Super Bowl on behalf of the NFC. I don't like any of the NFC favorites there, um, especially at those prices. Anyone have any thoughts about that? I'll tell you one that I do like. Uh, for the division that we just talked about, maybe not the whole thing, but What's if it? I'm going to be fading the Bears for reasons mentioned, mm-hmm. and also uh, one more note, uh, new offensive coordinator can't love that in the no. new. Again, it just goes back not to the all. thing that especially I've seen with no about. preseason. I don't want to. I don't want to see a new play caller. Exactly. Like, yeah. Just fading the new is something I don't want to get into. But if I'm going to be fading mm-hmm. the Bears, fading the Packers big time, why wouldn't I like Lions to win the division? They mm-hmm. probably have the most continuity at that uh, in that division between Stafford. And what's his face? I forget Patricia. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. You know they're they're not horrible defensively. I like the Lions to to win the division there. I, yeah, the Lions. I don't want to go into added, a whole divisional they, breakdown or anything, right. but I like could, just be, because we're fading the other two teams. I like the Lions. Sure, right. I actually do. I, I do have uh, more on that division in a little bit, and that's definitely something that that's interesting too because um, the the Lions signed a lot of players in the offseason. On defense specifically, I know they added a bunch of linebackers. Sorry, the the names are escaping me right now. But I do know that they got. Uh, J. Ron Curse, who was a Vikings like linebacker slash safety kind of nickel guy, which will be pretty cool to watch in the Matt Patricia personnel kind of thing. What so, do you have for a number on that one, Mikey? On uh, the Lions to win the division? Yeah, just win the division, not not over. Because I want to. It's I'm slightly bullish on the Lions, but just because of the continuity. Yeah, stuff. the Lions to win the NFC North is plus five fifty. So I mean, I would like that down to all the way to like plus four hundred. Yeah, that, that's definitely a whopper. I've so, been so yeah. used to betting golf and getting these plus like <laughs> yeah, fifteen hundred, right? two thousand plus three thousand. I have Morikawa right. to win the fucking PGA. I can't yeah, on that. Now looking at these football numbers, I love football. I'm like, where's the value? The minus one ten. Like when the, yeah. the division is hard. Yeah. Like when your division is fucking difficult. Plus getting... four fifty for the 49ers to win the NFC is probably the worst bet you can make. Oh, that, yeah. Not it, to mention, just even like, if they make it. I mean that's four fifty, and they have to look say, at how much they have to do also, to get there. From a betting perspective, you're tying up funds right. for like four months. So long. Yeah, I don't like doing that because like, I like betting on mm-hmm. each week. Yeah. So right. like, because we can make more money. I was that like, you way. can yeah. make like, more breaking that out into like three or four different yeah. parlays. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the fascists at DraftKings still won't let me deposit <laughs> and FanDuel. All also. Right. Let me be sure so here. Earn it. If you like the Lions to overachieve for the season, right. just take them ATS. Let me be square because no somehow we're doing conference right for, for the conference. All right, let's hear it. All right, we have somehow not mentioned this team once. It is the public darling. Yeah, is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, I was waiting. Uh, discuss any NFC South, South yet? Listen, guys, do it. Plus seven fifty for Brady. Period. That's all I need. Brady Gronk. Their offense is going to be electric. Their defense is good. They got the leading, I believe, Shaq Barrett led the league in sacks. Yeah, he was year. a monster. Yeah, Arians, and that offense is going to be fucking so much fun to watch. Yeah, Antoine so Winfield much fun. To, as yeah, well. it's going to be. Uh, I just, mm-hmm. dude, I, don't bet against Tom Brady. I don't think that they're going to be able to drop back fifty times a game mm-hmm. like they did with Winston. They're like they're going to have to. 
What? How are they not going to have to? Their run game's awful and their line's poop. And their defense is not... It's not, I, I think it's going to be slightly below average, honestly. Mm. So, it, based off Good of what smart. I just said, I mean, but think then about- I think the, the uh, Patriots, the Bucks are going to have to throw 45 times a game. Can Brady even do that? Guys, I get behind that offensive Bucks, line. He's never done that before. Jameis Winston had how many turnovers last year? We only had 30 interceptions. You can't, just, you can't just plug and play like that because there's so many different yeah, things. Yeah. That I, 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 I tend to lean more towards Joe because that that's getting into a little bit of the Madden mentality where it's like, oh, this quarterback's better than this quarterback. But they're completely different players. Uh, Jameis Winston does a lot of shotgun snaps. He does a lot of five- and seven-step drops. I think I believe what Joe is saying is that Tom Brady can't really do a seven-step drop anymore because I don't think he's quick enough to get out. I don't think the line's good enough. And if you really think about the players, I mean, Godwin and, and Evans are outside the numbers, downfield kind of guys. I'm really looking to make some hay on some slot guys. Uh, I, I think I'm going to attack the Bucks more so on uh, player prop kind of thing. Whoever's playing the slot, I want every piece of that because that's the Brady way. We, we know that. Mm-hmm. Two steps, ball out, bang. Uh, he's very efficient when it comes to that. I don't think I can't see him making these five to seven step drops and hitting Mike Evans for like a fifty five yard throw. I think that's that plays into Jameis Winston's hands, but not Tom, not forty three year old Tom Brady's hands. I'm not convinced that Brady is even going to be great outside of Belichick's system. All right, like, I, look, I agree completely. Especially when you look at the past few years of him passing. Like, what has he done to make you think he's an elite thrower? He has no arm strength anymore. Below average QBR. He's like just see, a good. I don't know. You know if I'm, I don't know if I'm willing to to. Bury the man because I, I've done it before and he's thrown for nine thousand yards. Bring me them like, hates. Yeah, I, I don't, bring me your so, tears. So, so I, I I do agree with the fact that I'm not ready to crown the Bucks to be like the Super Bowl winners. Uh, I I think that this reeks of the Browns of last year. I think that they just keep on adding names and people are going, well, they got they got Gronk, they got Brady. Gronk was the twenty four seven champion like a month ago. <laughs> he was in the WWE. I don't think that uh, I don't think Gronk's in the any type of The difference between show. the Browns. And I, I think it's kind of the, the same thing. They just added names is, and they're saying they're Baker, wow, they got Beckham, I'm, they got Landry. Like, Frank, come on, Baker guys. Mayfield. We did is this last not year. Tom Brady. I'm. I'm. I agree. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you, Zach. I don't. While I don't, I wouldn't peg them as the NFC champions. I would probably throw some money their way as the uh, division champions. So we have a first head-to-head because I have the Saints to win the NFC South. We got them at at even. At even odds, plus 100. And right now it's at uh, minus 130, so that could skew. So so I got a minus 110 earlier today. So so let me just say, again, nice little disclaimer. Shop around. Make sure you get the best numbers um, no matter what happens. But, yeah, definitely we, we beat the line earlier. I think it was a natural thing. When Gronk got announced, I mean, Brady got announced, everyone lost their mind. I think when Gronk got announced, that's when it reeked more of, like, the Vince Young Eagles dream team. That's when it reeked of the Browns of last year. I was like, oh, they're they're adding washed-up names. Not not calling Brady washed-up. I'm calling Gronk washed-up 100%. Mm-hmm. I think I'm but, almost calling Brady washed-up. See, see, I'm not ready to do that. But at the same time, I think Senior that this... smart man. Th- this, reeks of, this reeks of so square that I can't I can't swallow it. I can't go and go, well, they got Brady and Gronk. They have to go over it. I don't think so at all. I think that the Bucks. I, I think the Saints are still the cream of the crop in the division. Mm-hmm. I think that they absolutely win the division. I totally let's, agree let's with that. Let's talk about declining quarterback play. I'll tell you right now. I think the best thing that can happen to the Saints is Drew Brees gets knocked out week one and they Jason went Hill five takes and over. Dominated. Their defense is top three Dude, in the league. Brees, you want to talk Can about? Bridgewater won five games. We're going to see how bad he is. Who's gone, by the way? 
Yeah, no, that's that's fine. Teddy yeah, Bridgewater. Yeah, 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 and I think that we're more on the side of it was the team, okay. the talent around him, the coaching, and the defense. Eli Apple, Janoris Jenkins tandem, really. You took the words out they, of They have a but fantastic still, but defense. They, but they're, they're still playing better than they were in mm-hmm. the past. I think that a couple things about both teams here. The Saints, I think the magic's gone. I think their window's shut. I, re- I really do think that. It's I think not, the Vikings put the fucking You guys know an emotional guy. I think, I think their playoff prowess is, I think they're done. I really do. And I think if it's not happening this year, Breeze is retiring, Peyton's probably doing something else, and, and there goes your New Orleans Saints. Well, we haven't talked about much of the Buccaneers. A couple of things. One, Bruce Arians, motherfuckers. He's a good coach. <laughs> yeah, he was a great coach. The last coach to really do anything well with the Cardinals before yeah. Cliff this year. Right. We'll see what happens then. Yeah. He's a Super Bowl winning coach, too. Brady, don't have to say much about him. I think Arians can unlock some things. That's why I like them to win the division, not the, the championship. Because right. it's going to be hard for them. to. It's, it, they're going to struggle out of the gate, too. I think I think people are going to start writing them off when they start off like 1-3 and three or something. Because they Things just don't fit mm. in. However, looking at the schedule, mm. I'm just going to read off quick teams. Bring it back. Saints, aside from the division ones, mm. right? We we know them. And right. Saints are really the only big threat, right? No one's worried about the Panthers, Falcons, right? Panthers? Um, I think the Panthers are going to be much improved because okay. of Joe Brady, and I, I really overrate okay. how what good he is. What about Faye the New? But, but, yeah, I, think, but, I think he's going to transfer. I think, saying, trans- you, you I think can, the Panthers absolutely stink, and thank I think you. they're going to be bottom five. I agree 100%. Uh, I think just, the Falcons will split. I think they're going to be okay. And then, so, so the rest of the teams they're facing, uh, all right, Bron- it's not a good one, but it's the first one that's on the list is the Broncos, and I know okay. you have a lot to say about them. <laughs> nope. Uh, Next episode, uh, don't worry. Chargers, Bears, Packers, Raiders, Giants, uh, Rams and Chiefs are a couple bad ones, Vikings, uh, and Lions. Well, you can't be so, pro Giants one second. Uh, <laughs> I, got, I wasn't pro Giants. Oh, I thought that. I, no, I, no, I, yeah, I got confused. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no, I, will say, the I will say the one thing though is that. Oh, they're gonna beat the Giants. I thought you were like and the Giants blow. I was no, like, no, 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 no. John, <laughs> you are making a good point about the schedule. But at the same time, you have to realize the fact that the Saints are in the same division as them. They play the same schedule. Maybe not in the same order, but they do play the same team. Right. I just, I, I just don't think I, I would. Not, I don't want to say fade the Saints. I think the Saints are, are over. Would you take Saints and not make the playoffs right now? Right this second, John Doe. What do you say? <laughs> Hold on, you gotta give me. I gotta give you one <laughs> second. Say it now. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't. You Mikey. would not. I would not. I would in, take in it. a crowd in a crowded All NFC. Right, guys, I would take I, it right I now. I will say. I'll say it. I'm not. Listen, I did not do research on this. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't put my what? house on it. Give me but, a, but give in the moment, right now. I'll, I'll do something daring. You yeah. don't right, think guys. that the Saints are going to make the I think Saints are missing all right, guys. Two, two things if, I'm hearing. We okay. have a hung jury, so we need side bets here. We we're, we're all gamblers okay. here. Um, all right, so if the Saints win the division, we're all going out to nice steak dinner. John and Zach are paying for us. Okay, if the Bucks win the division, then we we will return the favor for you guys. All right. McDonald's. McDonald's, not a steak. That's done. Yeah, it's one of those things. I think that both teams are going to trend around even uh, depending on when you got it you could get either at even i think that's a good one and then um if you guys want to make a side bet on the saints to make the to make the playoffs or not i think that's a foolish speaking bet. of personally saints, I, definitely to miss, make them. saints to miss the playoffs on DraftKings plus 295 yeah I, it's not gonna happen that's not good value yeah that's not good value either. Yeah, especially, <laughs> especially, especially with the value because they're the best team in the nfc <laughs> oh 
yeah. because they have a Hall of Fame quarterback say, and here, two I'm, of the best skill guys if, in the if league. You say, the if you say at least two teams are going from the NFC West to the playoffs, that leaves one more. And I'm saying the Buccaneers are winning the division. That leaves okay. one more that's wild good point. card. No, good, good so that's what I'm down. trying to think of who would be that other wild card. I love that. Probably Eagles, Eagles or Cowboys. As you say, it's probably Doug Peterson and the Eagles going like 11 and 5 for some reason. Fuck them. It is lore that the NFC East winner is 9 and 7. And all the other teams are bad. So. I, I mean, the fact that someone I let someone on these airwaves call the NFC East a good division. Wow. Here's my last my last thing here. I don't want to just hang it up on this. Uh, I'm tired of the Drew Brees hate. He doesn't throw the ball 70 yards in the air like some flashy guys do, but they don't run that type of offense. Yeah. Guess who catches a lot? Kamara. He's the running back. What do you want him to do? Run streaks? It's right. not going to do that. Thomas Michael broke Thomas? the record yes. for catches? Yes. Oh, that's, that's going down. Of course, but fantasy-wise, I don't want Breeze. I'd rather take a Kamara because his stock's going they up. Also, Michael Thomas. They also good. added uh, Emmanuel Sanders. They did, yes. Receiver. Completely forgot about it. It's a massive move. He's yes. still got it. Saints, Chiefs, Super Bowl, Saints win, 31-21. Wow. Bookmark it, that's going to be we'll the we'll, we'll put that so that when we're, <laughs> when we're watching, so like, the, uh, yeah. we're watching when, like, when Seahawks they don't make the versus, playoffs, like, I'm going yeah. to play that I'm going to be so sad. Yeah, we're going to play that for you. <laughs> the then. only team that I have a Super Bowl bet on is the Saints. Just a nice little one okay. minute, just so I can say that sure. I called so, it. So we got, sure. we, got a huge, we got a huge stake here. We got a side bet here. I like that. We got some real good fun here. And guys, welcome back to the Winning Ticket Podcast with a bunch of grown men screaming at each other we're awesome but guys um we talked to some homers about um some props on the giants of course we you know we're a new jersey based podcast we know that i'm a homer on the vikings so one of the last things that i will bring up for the nfc episode is i have an additional play for the vikings to make the playoffs no at plus 110 it pains me to say it but in their nickel package from last year they uh, i could read you all 11 players but i'm just going to read you seven uh, Harrison Smith, Anthony Harris, Xavier Rhodes, uh, Mackenzie Alexander, Trey Waynes, J. Ron Curse, Andrew Sandejo, um, as like some kind of weird linebacker hybrid. Everson Griffin, I'm actually, I'm cheating, I'm naming you more. Everson Griffin, <laughs> Linval Joseph. Of all the players I just named, seven out of nine are not on the team anymore. That's pretty bad. Let that sink in. Okay. They also signed Michael Pierce to make up for that, who just opted out of the season. <laughs> I can't see this team rebounding with the schedule they have. The quarterbacks they faced, I'm sure you were impressed when I named all the quarterbacks the Packers would face, because guess what? The Vikings faced them too. <laughs> Tannehill, Rivers, Watson, Brady, Breeze, Matt Ryan, Teddy Bridgewater, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers twice, Matthew Stafford twice. I didn't even name the Bears quarterback because they both blow each other. <laughs> um, not a great season to be down an entire package on defense. Guys, uh, the Vikings are not going to be very good this year. I didn't and. They, they lost their entire defense, and people are going to still blame Kirk Cousins, who I think is average, and that's that's that. The Vikings He's are not taking, making the playoffs. I said this in our group text the other day. Kirk Cousins has officially taken over the Dalton line. Yeah. <laughs> All right? The Andy yeah. Dalton line was, if you are Andy Dalton or better, you are considered a, a quarterback who can, you know... Yeah. A, a franchise QB. You could be successful much. without yeah. like being overly successful, yeah, right? right. Kirk Cousins is that guy. He'll get you to the playoffs. It's just from there you you got you got to have other players. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not mentioning a thing about the wide receivers or anything like that because I I don't see Diggs hey, leaving. Yep. I don't yep. I don't see Diggs yep. leaving as a loss. I I like Justin Jefferson fine. I don't care about Dalvin Cook. I think he's you know fine, and we don't know what's going to happen with holdouts. I just think it's that one specific package that the Vikings like to run out on third. Third and long, second and long, things like that. It's too much change. I don't think they're going to go over it. And you can't lose an entire defensive package and play all those quarterbacks and expect to have success. I didn't success. know the odds were that good to miss the playoffs. I'm yeah. Take that 
ASAP. All right. <laughs> yeah. So that's they're it, a favorite to win the division. I think that's probably I why. I would not take that. Yeah. No, I wouldn't take it either. The reason I think they, they are because of the division that they're in. Yeah. The yeah. Packers stink. The Bears stink. Right. So that's that, that, that gives plus five fifty. That gives so what? much more yeah. credence to the Lions. I think I'm going to place that right now. Like <laughs> I like that Lions. We fade it basically the whole division. Yeah. If we're fading the whole division, we don't even have to go into the Lions. I also think finish ten six nine and seven. Yeah. I mean, like Matt Stafford is still he's sneaky. He's never had a good team around, so they don't really want anything. But like he does a fine job. Right. He's another guy. Windows probably closing. Maybe you know. Right. Maybe yeah. He's a little they got a decent run game. He knows there. he wants to they make it happen. Yeah. Good run game P- now. Patricia will definitely be on the hot seat this season. Yeah, so Galladay, guys, did we just defense. become a unanimous Detroit? <laughs> I love this podcast. Is that the this team of winning ticket podcasts? All right, guys. You heard it here first. We are officially on the Motor City bandwagon, baby. This must hurt, man. I don't know if I'm going to say I love the Lions, but we're committing it now. Last so, year I was a all bears. Uh, bear podcast. Yeah. This so year, look what happened, dude! I, I, can't, I can't wait for two more years yeah. where Zach's finally making it onto the Vikings. No, but it's one of those things where. And I, let, let's let's carve out the valuable lesson here is the fact that you could be a fan, and I am more of a fan of money than I am my own heart. Of course, yeah. you know I'll be sitting there rooting for the Vikings hard, but at the same time. I know what's going to happen, and I want to make money off of it. It's just reality. And it, yeah, it's yeah. one of those things, too. Same thing it's with all- the Giants. And, um, yeah, we are not impeded by our fandoms to right. not place good bets. Right. Just place I mean, my... you're, gu- you're guaranteed to lose money <laughs> just if place you always my $10 think bet on the Troy as a homer. It's just, it's just guaranteed. Because I would bet the Giants to win every time. Yeah. And I would lose... Eleven times <laughs> every time. So, so that's the thing. Watch the Packers right. start off eight and zero, and Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers is twenty six years old. It's gonna be eight and zero, and people are like, "So when's he, when's Jordan Love start or whatever his name is? Like, yeah. when's he starting?" Yeah. It's like, uh, never relax. All right. So, so we have any other additional plays here? I know that, that we we covered a lot. We got into some good back and forth. We got some good volleys going on. We got some fades. We got some likes. We got we got we, we got all. a steak dinner on the line. We got a steak yeah. dinner. I, I want to just ask you real quick because this is the the big favorite in the NFC East. I mean, we didn't really talk much. About about the Cowboys, but like, what, like, what's, what do you guys? think? I'm glad you brought that up. Um, what do you guys think about their their line? I see is nine and a half. They're the favorite to win the division. Will they? Won't they? I yeah. have heard Dean mm-hmm. literally in person on the podcast, and uh, probably at least. 15, say 20 times in my life. Say, Absolutely berate Mike McCarthy yep. for being yep. a big fat dum dum. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> probably absolutely. much worse terms. Absolutely. <laughs> so it the up coaching for us. is a huge issue. Dak Prescott, will he finally get over the hump? He has not repeated the success he had in season one. The offensive line, didn't they just have somebody retire? Frederick. Yeah, Frederick. Frederick. Yeah. Frederick. Yeah. He's no, you know, he's no bum. He's, he's not a nice soldier. We still have a good offensive line. Zeke's still a great running back. But the re- defense, what about the receivers? The receiving core, they have the best receiving core in the league. Like, by a, by a yeah. long shot. Yeah. So that's going to be tough. I mean, it's going to be easy. If Dak doesn't produce this year, then he's just never going to. Yeah, we're going to talk about this. And what's I've, the old rule? Quarterbacks don't get any better. I, I feel like he's I feel like we're going to talk a lot about the Cowboys wide receivers on the props episode, which of course you can be looking yeah. out for um, right after we release the NFC and the AFC episodes because I really do like doing the player props one because I don't really have a strong opinion on the Cowboys per okay. se, but I do have a strong opinion about individual position groups. So I, do what okay. do, do I like the Cowboys over nine and a half? No, because I just said that everyone is nine and seven that wins the division. <laughs> so like probably go. not. But I I am going to make money off of the Cowboys, and it's not going to be in a long term team future. Cool. Defensive wise, I mean, I know they have a pretty good yeah pretty good front. But what about their their well rounded team? I think they're not they're not um, stellar. They're not legendary on defense, but 
They have right. guys that could do the job. And I think if their offense that talk about an explosive offense. That that thing is ready yeah. to pop. That's that's like the Buccaneers. Even like, even Tony Pollard gonna, is like very yeah. good. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, it's it's very public. It doesn't have to be wrong. It just is right. public to say that the Cowboys are going to be w- good offensively this year because of mm-hmm. the Mike McCarthy situation. You can sure. look at the weapons that they right. have, like you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. But I don't know. It's it's. So now, I don't know how comprehensive the system is. Sure. Right. I don't even know if it's actually good. Yeah. He so won. Right. Look at who he won with. Right. Rodgers in his prime. Rodgers changing every single of his plays at the line. Exactly. Too, they so. might have been awful plays. They <laughs> had yeah, a fantastic right. team. Yeah. Up and down. I mean, they. You know, right. Rodgers in his prime. Who? That's Mahomes in his prime. There, there are certain yeah. things that he can Ooh. do that no one else can do. That's mm-hmm. Russell Wilson in his prime. Yeah. Right. You know, like more like it. <laughs> that's well, I'll take. Yeah, Russell Wilson. I, I, Mahomes, I'll take Russell I think Mahomes is the best player, the best quarterback in the last yeah. like thirty years. Yeah, Mahomes is the best quarterback of all time. Yes, but uh, so two, two years into his career, best quarterback of all time. He absolutely Three. is the best yes. quarterback. Well, of all time. let's, let's guys, see how his what, health. What a this great, is a great what a great segue because yeah. we are going to move on to the AFC. So of course you're going to want to stay tuned. Keep on refreshing your podcast feed. I want to see you feverishly. I want to see you sweating. <laughs> come on, come, come on. on. When's the AFC? Because <laughs> yeah. we are going to be recording the AFC episode uh, coming up very shortly. Um, definitely, you're going to want to stay tuned. Be subscribed. Give us a five star review. We literally haven't asked for that. It's 87 episodes in. We're working <laughs> right. on some sponsorships, and uh, we've one, never asked one by this, this is a five star episode. Yeah, this yeah. definitely five star show. We've given five star show. Five star. Panelists as well. And, and listen, if you hate our fucking nuts, then, then let us know why. We'll <laughs> yep. improve. We'll, Trust we'll, me, people. We'll people on I'm not YouTube, changing for anybody. People on YouTube <laughs> have let us know why. <laughs> Send Send we appreciate that. You want to DM me and tell me how much Daniel Jones sucks? I will yeah. gladly entertain you. I, I might do that. I'm, I must say, if you guys feel very compelled, if you think we got something wrong, and you feel compelled to uh, reach out to us, you could do that at. Winning TIX Pod on about, Twitter and Instagram, and of right, course, guys. we're giving a free month of the Premium Slack channel with all of our NFL plays. Woo! Everyone that you're hearing, you're also going to get the podcast, which nice. we will get, be giving lots of the week, our Big Bank things like that. Um, now is the perfect time. You're going to get a free month, which will probably be the first three weeks of football. This is the best deal what I could ever deal. say. If you don't do this, if you don't do this, you don't like money. And um, <laughs> even if you don't like us, we have other people that you don't hear on the pod very often that give premium plays and usually win. Yeah, guys, uh, just real quick. Before we wrap this up, I think instead of steak dinner, I think we need to go back to our roots from last year, and I think the loser should have to sing a song. Oh man! Well, that <laughs> that will be coming well, up. You better get to choosing, my friend. Yeah, yeah. I don't plan on beautiful okay. duet. That's You're not gonna get to hear it because it's ain't missing the playoffs. Well, what's, what's, <laughs> well, I will. We'll do a steak dinner, and then we have to tell them that it's like the other person's birthday. You guys have to <laughs> serenade us, <laughs> and someone gets to sing to them. That's not their birthday. I absolutely love it. So this will be fun. So guys, without further ado, um. You know, that was the episode of the Winning Ticket Podcast where uh, I can't wait to watch having fun minus, minus 5,000 or 1,000, whatever right. it is. Stay it's, tuned. A lock. It's, it's a lock. It's a long <laughs> shot. So <laughs> That was our NFC pod. Stay tuned soon for the AFC. Thank you again for listening. Thank you.